Ladies and gentlemen, this picture contains scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. Hey, welcome back to Caustic Content. I'm Steve, and this is the show where two lifelong friends try to torture each other by finding the absolute worst thing streaming on the internet. Uh, joining me as always, I got Adam Myros. Myros, how you doing? Uh, well, if we were trying to torture each other, I'd say that the project is a success. Uh, I, I don't know how I'm doing, Steve. I, I'm struggling. Um, this is, uh, we've made a mistake here. Yeah, it's a real uh, Marquis de Sade weekend for us, uh, cramming these two in. Feels great. Love it. Uh, and then joining us to be the deciding third vote, Colin's here. Colin, how are you, man? I feel like I just got really roped into this, like, the the, the final grand experiment. This is like what those cults do right before they, they finally uh, start committing suicide, right? They, they do that vast outreach, yeah. and then it's all closure. Because, wow, <laughs> this is... I woke up and watched both these back to back and uh, whatever the opposite of what I felt <laughs> like as a child growing up and watching cartoons, that's what I felt. I don't know what you would call that. I don't think I'd never. I can't think of a worse way to spend your Saturday morning. That's oh. really wonderful. Yeah, I told Colin that these were bad and he's like, oh, I'm excited. I'm like, I don't I don't think you understand <laughs> what we're talking about. No. That's why when people are like, oh, you do a bad movie podcast, not the kind you're used to, motherfucker. Yeah. This is not, there's no fun to be had here. There is only pain. Consider each episode a warning to you, things you should never, ever experience. Uh, but, you know, uh, we do get to see things that few human beings have seen before. And uh, there's a you know, reason this week we were blessed with a, uh, a Frank discussion <laughs> on race and cancel culture. Oh boy. Uh, that, yeah, it's great. So I, I guess we'll start with, with Myros's movie, but before we do that, Myros, can you go over the rules for us? I can, I can, uh, we're only allowed to use what the streaming service provides us. Uh, if they give us a trailer, Great shakes. Uh, thankfully, these both had trailers, so I, I had some inkling that this was going to be bad. Uh, we're not allowed to pick found footage movies. Again, I might want to reconsider that because there was there was one I was eyeing, and my God, I, I wish I had picked anything other than what I actually settled on. So, uh, <laughs> we, we try to avoid the format because it's, it's awfully redundant. You know, most found footage movies, especially low-budget ones, follow a very set pattern, and that could get just kind of rough. Uh, we also have what we call the Godfrey Ho Clause, which is to say only one film allowed per director, unless we decide to make an exception. Uh, the last rule is that these can't be anything either of us have previously seen. I know this, this could be a problem this week because Steve religiously watches Zidane Adams, uh, but, uh, <laughs> so we'll try to stick with it. Oh, God. Oh, well. Yeah, where'd your rules get you? Where did the rules get you guys? I mean, we also no, have no, this good. this little thing where we try and label films atrocities or curiosities. Rest assured, we, we might as well skip that segment this week because holy shit, these are grand scale atrocities. Fuck but these the movies. Are, yeah. <laughs> Fuck these movies. This is a real, real a clash of the titans here. This is like this is like Celtics versus Lakers in like the eighties, man. This is serious <laughs> shit. 
This is definitely the pinnacle of the project thus far. I, I, I would not say that either of these necessarily qualify as the worst thing we've seen, although uh, it's close. Uh, if you're just uh, if you're just judging content and not uh, construction, then certainly one of them may rise to the very top. But uh, I, I, as a pair, I don't, I, I, I don't think it could be topped. This no. one-two punch is just, it's just incredible. Mm. Yeah, like literally, like this is the Wonder Twin Powers activate of diarrhea films. It's just, it, it really is. It kind of sucks your soul out to the point where I was, I was just having a full like Jokerification <laughs> moment on my couch, just laughing maniacally at how horrible uh, this experience was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was essentially, uh, it was like using a flashlight full of glass. You know, just, just really, just like, it just, it just kept lowering itself and just destroying everything with it just every yeah. second i didn't know I, it's it, a good I, visual was this a psyop like was <laughs> was i part of a psyop this morning because i don't know what's real anymore <laughs> it's possible it's entirely possible now, i also tried to watch these back to back yesterday and yeah. i swear the curse of eve must have taken me about six hours to get through because i just after zidane adams i had no spirit left within me, and I just couldn't proceed. Mm. Yeah. It, I can't imagine watching these back-to-back. -back. Both of them, I had to take breaks. Like, this was a, I got to stand and stretch my legs, step outside for a minute kind of a uh, experience. They're not even boredom breaks, either. They're like rage <laughs> <No>. quits. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're just like, you, you just can't handle it. Just sighing um, at the TV, shaking your head, and... Just looking at the pause <laughs> button and going, no, 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 this will be over in about an hour. <laughs> well, let's start with Myros's pick this week. Let's, uh, Myros, you chose uh, the, what is this, 2017 film? No, it's not, is it? It's 2020. Or 2020, okay. IMDb. These things are nebulous. Uh, yeah. Well, it was, uh, it's, it's an award-winning film in a sense. Uh, it's an official selection at the 2020-2021 Action on Film Festival in Las Vegas, Nevada. Found its way straight to Amazon Prime, where it's streaming for free. And it is, of course, Zidane Adams, the black blogger! Exclamation point there. Very important. Uh, this comes to us from... Writer, director, and star Rashawn Strife. He is our titular black blogger here and comes with the, uh, the tagline, Fuck PC Culture. Uh, Finally. It's, uh, it's, Someone it's said real, it. Real good. Someone's, yeah, no one's saying it. Finally, this guy's saying it. Everybody's been like, we love the PC culture. <laughs> no, and he stands up. He says, "Not I, sir." Not hickory I. dickory duck. I'm the first person to ever point this out. <laughs> I, my only concern with this going in was that this movie might involve uh, character growth. Like he starts off as some sort of gamergate monster and slowly mm. learns a lesson. But uh, rest assured, he does not. <laughs> no, he absolutely no, no, far from it. In fact, uh, the worse he gets. It seems like the better his life gets. Mm -hmm. So, I, and there's people that, that regularly challenge him. Like there's at least a half dozen <laughs> scenarios in this movie where it's just, it's surreal. Like my dinner with Andre shit fucking 
I don't know. Okay, where's the cameras? It's David Mamet here, where it's just like, just, you know, going back and forth, back and forth. No, I'm, I'm serious. Discussing Steve. philosophy. Where, where are the cameras here? Because I wrote that down too. It's a bad my dinner with Andre. I have it right here. <laughs> this is, that's, yeah, that's what this is. Um, and, and boy, is the dinner awful too. It's as awful as the ideas behind the dialogue. <laughs> I like how interested this movie is in this guy's uh, cooking prowess. What it, oh, it, it, fucking, it fucking starts with uh, him like deep frying a fucking. Pa- I'm like, this is too much oil in that pan for these fucking pancakes. He burns the shit out of them. Yeah, he can't crack an egg without breaking the yolk. I'm like, God nope. damn it, man! You That's, can't cook yeah. for shit. <laughs> uh, people are always talking about his cooking, and then God, he he cooks up another dish where it's just like. It looks like mashed potatoes and chopped lettuce, I think. It seems like. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some uh, onion And then in he there serves too. that at a, yeah, mashed potato, chopped lettuce, and onion, which is served open-faced on a tostada. <laughs> uh, that's good. And then my favorite is, uh, you know, he's he's a former, he's a vet. He's a vet. Thank you for your service. He's a Dane Adams, the black blogger. Never got deployed, and, but, uh, you know. He lost some yeah, friends. never got deployed, but all of his friends did, and they all died. <laughs> so every year on the anniversary of them, like, getting, I don't know, fucking their legs blown off by an IED or whatever, he cooks all of their favorite food, which apparently is, like, pale oven-baked boneless chicken or something. I don't no, fucking drumsticks, know. drumsticks, Drumsticks. Oh, drumsticks, drumsticks. Pale drumsticks. I would have assumed that this would be, like, a... A smorgasbord when they cut to this like montage style, I'm like, oh, he's gonna cook like you know Jim's favorite dish and uh, Bruce's favorite nope. dish. No, he just makes plain <laughs> chicken drumsticks, salt and pepper drummies, <laughs> and salt he dresses and pepper drummies. in his, uh, his dress uniform there, and he fucking salutes the chicken. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that shit fucking thing. Yeah, but he's yeah. also getting getting laid. You know, that's cool. He's getting he's yeah. getting laid while he's also respecting his former friends. This guy is. Is a master chef, but he's also uh, just a master pussy slayer. So I believe the term is uh, one of the coolest things. Cocksmith. Uh, Cocksmith. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but basically, the, the gist of this, right, is like Zidane Adams is. I, I don't think he has a job. Like I think his job is literally blogging. Oh uh, no, he's a landlord. Yeah, he, no, he made he made money in the stocks. You know, he, he's, he's oh, he's a day trader. He's and, a day yeah, trader and a, and a predatory landlord. A very predatory landlord. Mm. Yep. Also true. Yeah, yep, yep. He fucks his tenant, or or I don't know, he exploits her. Uh, is is uh, just making her feel uncomfortable. That's good, and makes money in the stock market, and then he blogs about his life. Can we just, can we stop for a sec? Because I think we need to make this very clear that everything he is doing is fully endorsed by the movie. He is the hero. Everyone yeah. else is wrong. It, it is just the most insane ego trip you've seen in a long time because, like, the, the way the movie starts, do you even remember the first thing you see is him, like, dressed as a ninja and fighting someone for 10 seconds, and he wakes up, he's like, oh, oh boy. Oh, just had another dream about me being cool, and I woke up and my dream is a reality because I am cool. And he tells he tells his roommate, he tells his roommate, she goes, "Oh, I think I had a dream about you." He goes, "Was I kicking butt and fighting dragons?" It's like, why does it always have to be about you and you being cool and you being funny and you being the best chef and and the smartest guy who puts everyone else down? And it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, well, and then we we kind of get the first insight into where this movie's going. Because uh, we get it, we get a little taste for Zidane Adams, the black bloggers' politics, and uh, 
you'd think they they maybe start slow or or start with something with a little bit of leeway in terms of like you know philosophical discussion about where someone you know may may think what's right and what's wrong and no no they they go in hard on something that I don't think a lot of people have varying opinions on me too uh, me too yeah. <laughs> so it's just like yeah the Weidstein she was asking for that Weidstein <laughs> and she's just trying to further her career it's like what where did this come from and then she's like she's like yeah you know if if my boss asked me to bang him. I'd probably say no. And he's just like, yeah, but what if your boss had a big, cool wiener like me? And then he does the, the giggity giggity thing from family guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's not me making a joke. That's he, Rashawn Strife star director, writer of Zidane Adams, a black blogger, fuck PC culture. He does a giggity. It's great. So this is exactly where we're going. And again, you would think we would get to a point where he, he would, Maybe, maybe start to question his own belief system. Uh, his his tenant, who he likes to have these discussions with. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah, she <laughs> she's basically the voice of reason, and you're going, yeah, she's she's right here. Oh, but then she's she's positioned as an idiot, as simpleton for not having Zidane Adams, the black blogger's same point of view. Well, that's this movie in a nutshell, right? He he just yeah. continuously uses facts and logic to uh, oh. cut down all these liberal fucking arguments, man. The dang libs, man. The fucking libs. Like his his ex girlfriend shows up and and she's like, you know, uh, transgender people they're, they're humans too. And he's like, let me show you some facts and logic about how they're just <laughs> raping men all day. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? And then, and then it's cool too because, because he basically sets up every character he interacts with as a straw man for him to dismantle. Um, but then, uh, maybe to prop himself up a little bit, he finds ways to make the women in his life actually look worse. So, the lib roommate who like secretly wants to bone him, I guess, uh, she's got this evil plot to to I don't know ruin his life which is not revealed until the last two minutes, and it kind of makes no sense, but whatever. We'll, we'll put that aside for now. Absolutely no sense. Comes out of nowhere. There's 50 different plots. His ex-girlfriend, who uh, she just can't help but, but crave his amazing uh, lib-owning dick, uh, she, her problem is, boy, howdy, is she homophobic. Oh. Uh, she hates the gays quite a bit, quite a bit. And spends 10 minutes telling us about it. <laughs> but the, the lengthy period of transphobia, which I guess is meant to be narratively challenged later on, but that's the only way it is, almost as if, uh, as if a reference, as if it's a punchline, as if there's just like an answer they can have for it without actual representation, is so fucking baffling. <laughs> like, why they thought they could even put that, why he thought, it's very clear it's him, why he thought he could put that in the movie, is so mm -hmm. like weird to me. They, they, like, there's a point where they even say, uh, "What is it? Racist sex is better than angry sex." I have to imagine that maybe <laughs> him and Doja Cat maybe collaborated on the script, and that's interesting. But still, <laughs> you shouldn't be like, like he 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 flirts with ideas. He never explains them. He just goes, "But your ideas are bad." But he never explains Colin, his own. 
You sound like a cancel culture lib to me. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. Thank you very much. We could say this no, is a Randian yes. film, right? Like this is a straight up and Ryan film. Like this is completely within that philosophy where everyone else is wrong. They're all just jealous. It's I've got mine. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, like that's his attitude. And oh, who is the Dane Adams? Um, <laughs> okay. So. My favorite, though, is his... One more thing. We can't miss this one more thing, because the point where she mentioned to him, like, oh, yeah, well, I, about trans people, what if I was trans, and then he picks up a knife? We really can't skip past that. <laughs> we can't skip past yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's horrifying. He, he does threaten to mutilate her genitals, hypothetically. I don't know if I want to kiss you or stab me, stab, stab. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> like, you... Yeah. You wrote yep. that, edited it, performed it, and then we're like, publish. Are you and kidding And everybody me? thought it was good. The guy the guy holding the camera was like, yep, that's the shot. <laughs> that's well, great. Uh, I just, I mean, what is the coda for this whole discussion? That that the ex-girlfriend who is, in fact, uh, an evil bitch who's trying to entrap him into uh, paying for her lifestyle and, uh, and a child he does not want, uh is is uh fortunately for Zidane uh according to the logic of this film she she was raped by a uh pre-op transgender uh woman and and that is actually the father of the child yeah uh, my and, God. and the, the film positions this horrifying revelation is some sort of karmic retribution and that's in like uh, a fucking like animal house where are they now fucking coded <laughs> in the film like yeah <laughs> it's just a little tack on but he it's googled fun. exactly what the what, what what he presumed would be the respectable terminology what he found like a textbook medical definition of someone and just put it in there and it's just so cruel it just seems like he's not talking to people he's talking to uh, the people in his comment section and he decided to materialize them into this movie because there's no way anyone talks to him in real life. He's <laughs> repugnant. He's horrible. Hey, I can barely stand to watch him on the screen. I hate this man. He's terrible. Yeah, this guy definitely has no friends at all. Castle culture does not exist, but it should just for you, asshole. You're terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> yeah, just just for Zidane Adams, the black blogger. He, he clearly has a fascination with trans women. He wrote the script. He's talking about how attracted he is to them, how they almost look better than cis people. Why are you putting that in the film? But then he clearly states, but I'm not into that. But then you keep putting it back in the film. What the fuck, man? He just, he sticks to nothing. Yeah. There's there's, there's no, nothing. there's no trans people at all in this film, nor do they really factor into the plot in a meaningful way. But uh, yeah, Rashawn Strife, he's got to he's got to talk about it. The only reason I'm hammering on this is because this is exactly how issues are dealt with. And for the rest of the film. So when we talk about homophobia or just like women being uh, beaten by men or just anything, it only exists for like one minute and it's profoundly offensive and then just discarded just doesn't matter. And if you want to focus on that, you're just a troll. Are you mad lib? Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like. Everybody wants to pretend he's a genius with all these deep ideas. When they, oh, whatever. I got pissed off at this movie a couple of times. I don't know about you guys. Mars, did you a yell at the screen? Times, the, yeah, a couple, a couple every times couple fucking the entire runtime. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we're, we're just the libs that are getting owned, clearly. Rashawn Strife has won. Uh, I, I will say, so, again, like, everyone in this movie exists to make Zidane Adams the black blogger 
look good as a character. You just, you know, smash him down with his facts and his logic until he finally meets his match. <laughs> and this is great because this is like it's the classic romantic comedy trope of of, you know, person kind of floating through life and dating around. And finally, finally, they meet their intellectual equal who can really challenge them on things. And, you know, heavy finger quotes here, make them a better person. And in the case of Zidane Adams, the black blogger, uh, Zidane meets a woman who is so profoundly racist that he yes. is taken aback. <laughs> Insanely racist. And his conclusion, his conclusion is not that like being attracted or having this woman attracted to me is the natural endpoint of my horrific ideology. And look at how destructive and terrible this is. He's like, <laughs> damn. I want to be more like her. And when I, when I say racism, like I'm not, this isn't like me pointing out microaggressions no, no, or, no. or like, like vaguely like peel back the fucking layers, like critical reading of this film. This is just, she's just fucking racist. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm racist. And it's, it's like real old school. I talk about all oh. the time, like, like racism, it doesn't have to manifest itself, obviously, as like you run around just burning crosses on people's lawns. Like, it's not what it's about. But this, that's who she fucking is. Yes. That's what she does. She watches a YouTuber who specifically uh, points fingers at specific groups of people by their race and says they're dumb. They are dumb people. Like, specifically yeah. points out an entire race of people. They watch that on a fucking date in a car. I mean, obviously in a car, the, and they're watching it together. It yeah, Uber. and they're fucking like having There's a, driver a, a big there. fucking belly laugh. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of editing decision is this? You could have put any video in here, and you put in this thing yeah. with a woman going like, "Well, all black people are dumb fuck idiots." It's like, yes, what? yeah, yes. that's that's yes. the quote. That's it. Except it doesn't even do us. It doesn't even say black people. It's no, just, it does it's not. It's literally a white woman dropping no. the n bomb. It's, it's without the r. We should say, which is even worse in some respects, because it it seems like they've decided that they won't do that. They've decided that they'll do this other like neutered version. They believe. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! It's just like <laughs> yeah. It's, I remember, let me, let me, let me open up a little bit of the history book of my, my personal life. <laughs> I remember one time I was hanging out with these people when I was like 19 or whatever, and the internet was still pretty young, and we were talking about offensive humor. We thought offensive humor was so fucking funny. We said, all right, let's Google some offensive jokes for, for some belly laughs. I think we ended up on some sort of racist website or something because <laughs> the first joke we read, it was like... <laughs> the Daily Starmer joke of the day. Yeah, it, <laughs> none of it was funny. None of it was funny because it didn't make any fucking yeah. sense. Because the joke isn't... No. The joke isn't a laugh in 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 relief or a laugh in cleverness. It's a laugh in hate. It's pure hate, and that's what this movie consistently does. Is it's kind of like ha, 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 you don't matter, no matter who you are, because like I said earlier about um uh about racism or about gender, there's just a point where he's just typing away about gun control, and then just walks away from his bed and then comes back and then replies to comments and then walks away and then comes back and replies to comments. And we just have to sit there and watch it. As if this is some sort of uh, amazing duty he has to protect in the First Amendment or something <laughs> by just typing comments mm -hmm. where he's like, hey, there's no, uh, let, let me see the last legal gun owner of, you know, a mass shooting. And then uh, immediately in my head, I was like, Stephen Padlock, immediately, immediately. I know. Immediately. It's like, do you want a list? Immediately. <laughs> 
the most notorious murderer in all of America. He, he shot those people in Vegas. It was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> no, the movie told me that they're all illegal guns. You know, that's what I no. heard from this movie. Uh, that, that blog yeah. was, you know, I, I'm not going to look into it further. I just know that <laughs> none of the trolls in the comments could come up with a response to his facts and logic. So it must be accurate. Also, his girlfriend got a promotion at work by calling ice on a coworker. <laughs> Which is like, what the fuck? Hey, that was a joke, Steve. It's uh, it's really yeah. presented as virtuous here. Everybody's having a great time. It's fucking awesome, man. And everybody can kung fu fight. Yeah, they all know karate. And do you know why they know karate? Because we're we're peeling back the the shit onion here to a new layer. Uh, right smack dab in the middle, uh, Zidane Adams, the black blogger, has a conversation with his tenant slash roommate. Uh, about a t-shirt she's wearing for a, a, what seems to be F3 Ferocious Femme Fatale, which I didn't know. I thought it was just like like anime or something or manga. I don't fucking know. I know, Steve. It's from uh, F3. Yeah. Me and the rest of the gang have been talking about it. It's really, really cool. I'm surprised you're not talking about it, too. Maybe we should just stop the podcast yeah. for a bit and just play some clips. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's what the movie does. The movie just, he's like, oh, what's that? And she's like, here, you can also have a t-shirt. That says this. It is a new action film with blah, 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 blah. And they just go on and on. It is like a, a five and a half minute long commercial for this other movie that clearly they were both involved in. Yeah. Uh, this what? is uh, this is, by the way, a movie that uh, Rayshawn Strife attempted to have kickstarted. Uh, mm. F3 Ferocious Femme Fatale. Uh, <laughs> his, his Kickstarter campaign, he was asking... Uh, uh, keep in mind, this is a man who who does not believe in in collectivism at all. But he was he was asking for a uh, <laughs> a modest one million dollars for this film, uh, of oh. which he received uh, seven hundred and ninety two dollars. Play. Mm, mm. Okay. Okay. Even though I mean, I I wish I could have got one of those t shirts. I'm sure it was only like a, a six hundred dollar pledge or something. But uh, I, I, we missed out, guys. I just I want yeah, to congratulate really this did. guy. I want to take him aside and say. The guy that you know is doing all this stuff to say, "Hey, congratulations! Uh, you have a lot of serotonin. Just fucking chill, dude. <laughs> no one wants to see your karate shit. <laughs> like, congratulations. Seems like you have a good life. Go live it. This movie sucks. <laughs> Everything about him. I like, don't the- even know. Congratulations on being the biggest piece of shit I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, he's he's despicable. But like the fact that he feels the need to outwardly attack other people—that's what makes him despicable. That's where he oversteps the line." And this entire movie is that, in fact. It's him shaking his finger to the rest of the world, saying, like, loosen up. Well, he's got this whole uh, strategy employed, you know, a, a kind of classic homophobic uh, sentiment where, where you talk about what tolerance is and, uh, oh. you know, go about your business, but don't do it in front of me, essentially. And that fails to hold together when you make a movie spotlighting all of this fucking shit. It's like, obviously, this is on your mind, friend. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're content to not look at it and just accept it passively. No. No, you, you've you've decided to actively take a lens and focus on this fucking subject. Why? Mm-hmm. Why, friend? I thought I thought you didn't care. You just, said, well, you just want to pretend it doesn't exist. But that's not, in fact, what you want to do. I bet you that guy yeah. has that uh, grinder app on his phone. You know, the, the the one that specifically, let me get into some details about it here. And uh, even got the graphics for it for later in the movie. And uh, But it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I just <laughs> happen to know all of this stuff. 
for no reason. <laughs> it's good. It always feels good when you watch a, a, a piece of art that has been created specifically to express hatred for trans people, for gay people, for women, uh, and for minorities. Yeah, and, his own uh, race, uh, yes. well, very clearly, probably yes. most prominently. That's the yeah. movie starts. He, yep. he even calls uh, he calls rap music crap music, which is such a dated, stupid yeah. bullshit thing to say. It's rap is crap. Yeah, yeah, fucking Jeff Jerry gonna run out of here or something. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's okay. I will say one good thing about this movie. There's one interesting idea in the movie itself, uh, and it is the idea that he wakes up at four a.m. every morning. I think that's a cool way to establish uh, time in a movie, but he doesn't use it. But it's a cool <laughs> idea. Like the idea is that. He, for some reason, when he was in the military, it convinced him to start waking up at 4 a.m. Like it was ingrained in him and he he can't shake it. Now, if you could take that idea and kind of like evolve it in a script, I feel like there's so much there. Like that's a really cool idea. And yet he just, it's meaningless. It's just something else that just floats around I believe there. the only instance where he wakes up at 4 a.m. and it is shown on screen, he immediately goes back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true. It's a cool idea. I though. wish it would have focused more on like his military life and maybe like his his dead friends were alive and they were making the chicken for him because he's dead because he got, I don't know, like blown apart by an RPG and a bunch of scorpions fucking crawled into his leg stumps. I don't know. Just just throwing it out there as a potential better way to uh, present Sedane Adams. Yeah, maybe they could have just focused on that that end a little longer. You know, I just him getting shot. I was like, ah, <laughs> Yeah, felt good. It felt good. Couldn't we have just aimed a little to the left there, uh, uh, racist <laughs> mother-in-law? My God. So yeah, if you're into racist, my dinner with Andre and uh, intermittent like hand-to-hand -hand combat, because Zidane Adams, the black blogger, he doesn't just talk the talk; he walks the walk. He he challenges the trolls to hand-to-hand -hand combat. So uh, yeah, there's there's fight scenes. This is hard for me. I feel like it's I, I did not take notes. I, I am intermittent with notes on caustic content. I feel like sometimes it's best to just let the conversation run. But this is an instance no. where I immediately was like, I've made a terrible error. I I'm going to forget all of this. And there is so much <laughs> here that needs to be addressed. And I, I feel like we're not going to do it justice uh, do not ever watch it. Don't don't be like, whoa, yeah. they're not doing it justice. I better experience it. No, for God's sake, do not. But just know that no matter how bad what we're describing sounds, it's it's much worse. It's so much worse. Yeah, we're every not doing minute it justice, of this is really. packed with fucking horrible, fucking deplorable bullshit. Yeah. Yep, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I I oh the the other I did take some notes. Oh, so here's here are the notes that I took <clears throat> um, really in-depth stuff before. Like, I think my brain just started boiling with rage and I just couldn't deal with it. Uh, so I, I wrote giggity giggity me too. We covered that <laughs> troll fights. We got that. Uh, his cooking, all capitals covered that. Hey, he likes to go out to eat, but they have to split the bill. They have to go Dutch. Mm -hmm. You know, got to go he, Dutch. Yeah. Um, Women want equality. That's equality. Yeah. I've got obsessed with his ex-girlfriend's boyfriend who he believes is gay. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Uh, add for another movie, five question marks. And then the most important one, can't clean a toilet, which is very important. Um, it, it, during the cleaning montage, he walks over <laughs> with the, like, the, 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 whatever, the Lysol, the toilet bowl cleaner, and he just, like, squirts it one squirt directly into the toilet bowl water and then walks away. 
enough. I, no brush I, needed. This movie just it's the least self-aware thing imaginable. There's even like a conversation when he he gets this new tenant and he's like, Man, I just can't keep a tenant because no one wants to fucking tolerate my presence. It's like, well, maybe that says something about you, good sir. It's like, yeah, that I'm yeah. better than everyone and I'm the coolest guy on earth. Yeah. yeah. Shut just the fuck easy. up, you motherfucker. Uh, again, I, you you have not triggered the libs here, I suppose, but I, <laughs> you've just triggered me by being deplorable. You, you're a fucking piece of garbage. And, uh, yeah. Maybe Rayshawn Strife is, is just writing a character here, but I don't think mm-hmm. so. And, no. Uh, I I think that, fuck off. That's all I have to say to you, sir. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It, I was so I'm going to pitch an, his autobiography. Rayshawn Strife. Racial Strife. What do you think of that? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Go makes for you it, think. America. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this sucks shit. Yes, but I'll say this much, like because I have no doubt he will listen to this episode because he is an egomaniac who likes attention. Oh, he's, he's googling himself right now. Yes. Yeah, we're probably gonna get a negative review out of this one, guys. Yeah. yeah. One star. The libs were triggered. <laughs> no, here's here's all I gotta say to him is like, dude, the reason your movie sucks is because it's against everything but you. If you wanted to make a cool ass movie, you'd make everybody as cool as you. But clearly you wrote this fucking thing and you wanted to make sure nobody got one over on you. Like the closest it was going to be with some fucking girl because, I don't know, you're sleeping with her or something. It seems like it's the only way to get around mm-hmm. in this uh, this fucking movie. Like the fact that you're against yeah. me too, the fact that you're doing all this weird trans stuff, especially being against being outed as uh, uh, a cis male who dates trans women. He specifically highlights that as a problem, which is so fucking suspect to me. <laughs> like so fucking suspect. He's working through some issues. Yeah, he's despicable. Like, it's instantly despicable because if he elevated the rest of the characters, like, the, the idea of him going and fighting his trolls in real life, I thought was kind of fun, except for the fact that, like, it, he, it's just, like, it's just he's the protagonist and people are always coming to fight him. I thought it'd be funny if, like, the place where he's fighting, if it turned out there was, like, a line of, like, people waiting to fight in there. You know, like, it, that's just the logic of the world. But he doesn't want to apply that logic mm-hmm. to the world. It only applies to him because he's perfect and everyone else gives him whatever he wants. And he, yeah. just, he just bulldozes through life, like saying whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah. Is, are we supposed to like think his parents made a good decision by like fucking his dad being like, we're going to only have one man in the house and you're going to be homeless <laughs> now. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's the only person I've ever actively rooted for to become homeless. But yeah, yeah I, I'm just like, is this this is a positive moment in your life, sir? This is. What forged you in the fires to make you the the great man you are today? Because Jesus, this this is not okay. Uh, No, you know Trump is uh, Trump's pretty crazy. He's he says whatever he likes. It's pretty crazy. He's getting everybody riled up, but he didn't vote for him. But it's pretty great. But he hates Bernie Sanders. But he didn't vote for Trump. But he loves it. You mean Barney Panders? Oh, Barney Panders got him. What is the play of Barney there? Wouldn't you just call him Bernie Panders? It was such a known. I, I flipped. Yeah, you purple dinosaur socialist bitch. That's, got him. Do you guys got him. Hey, Virgil, like Static Shock. Remember the cartoon? Like, yeah, I guess. It does fall into the the classic fucking conservative pundit nonsense of like, you know, I they they want to take what's mine. I I fucking that's just stealing. But what do you yeah. offer to society that has gained you 
any stability, frankly. It's always the people who are just like, I'm a radio host. So it's like, that is not a valuable function in a fucking society, <laughs> motherfucker. No. Like, you have no. not earned more money than anyone else. You sit on your duff and talk into a microphone. I'm doing yes. that right the fuck now. Do you think yeah. I'm getting paid the big bucks? Listen, podcasters are essential workers. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about one person in particular that may have uh, uh, died. A certain uh, recently deceased individual. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh -oh. I by the way, uh, I'm not even going to mention his name, but someone who I knew listened to him, I just was like, so how are you reacting? Because <laughs> I thought it would be pretty funny. They actually said, <laughs> eh, he was a prick, but I liked the show. <laughs> that was it. They, they were just like, hey, good riddance. Wow. Even his own people. Good Lord. Oh. Uh. I'm hoping for Kissinger this year. That's that's my the big one on my board that I've been crossing my fingers. But we'll see if we get him. We'll see how many liver transplants you know. it takes. He seems to be friends with China, <laughs> so who knows? So <laughs> I don't know. He's uh, there, Kissinger's got to be part robot by now. There's no way that he still has like functioning organs. How old is he? He's like 103. It's no. It's mm. I don't understand how he's alive. Anyway, yeah, we, we ought to stop talking about this fucking movie. I, lastly, I would say that the racist girlfriend who he does marry in the end. Uh, good. I mean, they deserve each other, really. Yep. Uh, best possible outcome, mm -hmm. I'd say. But um, but he's a he nerd meets guys. This woman because he he fucking like runs her down on a jogging trail in one of the more disturbing scenes in the film. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. uh, well, so what I would say is, uh, yeah, don't watch this. Zidane, uh, the, the Adams, the black blogger, a.k.a. Mr. Rashawn Strife, you're a piece of shit, man. Uh, you just <laughs> uh, you, you don't really care about other people and you're boring at the end of the day. This shit is fucking boring, dude. Yeah, you're, you're not I, doing anything. Even if you have conservative politics, there's things in here that, you know, you could be approached with nuance. You know, you could make. You could have a discussion about me too, where you're you're discussing. Oh, I don't. I think it's dangerous that people are stripped of their livelihood due to accusations. It's like you could have that discussion. I sure be careful with it, but you could have that discussion. But he doesn't. That's not the discussion he's having at fucking all. He's just like, no, they're bitches who are yep selfish, and they they just they don't want to protect other rape victims. They just are worried about their careers and. That's the it's craziest part. Everything is presented in the most monstrous way you could imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, and the last thing I'll say is uh, Brandy Aguilar, who played the YouTuber in uh, the, the, the movie Zidane Adams, the black blogger, uh, the one screaming the N-word. Um, you know, speaking of cancel culture, you might want to scrub that one from your IMDb page because I don't think anybody's really going to be too pleased about that one. But uh, what do I know? Oh, shit. There is one more thing we got to talk about before we move on. Oh, no. You oh, note takers, no. you should have this down. Uh, what? What is this? This series of fucking books he keeps yammering on about the whole fucking movie? Oh, it's it's like some Jordan Peterson shit. It's like it's like low rent Jordan Peterson. Oh, it's clean uh, your room. I, I can't remember the guy's name. Clean your room, everybody. The book. Your God. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. a particular <laughs> author who I'm sure their works are among the most despicable things you could pick up off a shelf. Uh who Zidane is being shaped by uh, substantially. Uh, I, uh, like I said, should have been taking notes and, and should have looked this fellow up, but I failed you, dear listener. 
You know, here's here's all yeah. I want to say is that if he thinks his movie Pablo is so Neruda. great, if he thinks his movie is so fantastic, <laughs> I would recommend because we know that there's no way he made up that army stuff because he wants to brag about that. Obviously, no, he was get, in the oh, army for sure. Yeah, Rashawn Strauss in the army. Get the families yeah. that lost all of their loved ones on that day, sit them down and play this, and see how they feel about that scene. Because it literally goes from dead soldiers to him giving his O face in less than 30 seconds. It's obscene. And I'm not patriotic, so don't get me wrong. I do not like oh. the military. But there's... there's he was, he was actually... He, he was dishonorably discharged, man. He was dishonorably discharged because... Did- what? He uh, with yeah without without telling his commanding officer uh, he had surgery to remove his two lower ribs and was caught sucking his own dick in the barracks. Oh, I heard and about was that. Dishonorably discharged. Yeah, you googled so, it too. Uh, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. You have to go on Alta Vista for that one. <laughs> yeah, had his purple heart and his silver star taken away. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, no, he he did not have a purple heart because he was uh, not not deployed. Uh, and who would That's phrase right. it that way? Uh, oh, were you deployed? No, unfortunately. When, <laughs> what kind of madness is that? Like, I would accuse I him of being deployed. on janitorial duty, but we know he can't clean a toilet properly, so that's not a possibility either. Who knows what he actually did? He was uh, a cook. Pencil he pusher. was a cook. Uh, chef, yeah. Potato peeler. But All it, right. but to just express one more time, the tone is like Adderall. It is an unbending force forward, and nothing matters. It's just how great he is. There's no sad scene where he's reflective. There's none of that. It's just him going everywhere and being an asshole. It's kind of... I, I, no one should watch it, though, because obviously you can't fast forward on Amazon. You can't do the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> two times speed. I really regret that this week. <laughs> it's probably a browser yeah. plug-in. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah maybe look at that. <laughs> all right, boys, we gotta we gotta move here. We still got another movie to talk about. We've this is Dane has really dominated the discourse. So the other film we watched is a little ditty from 2019, uh, known for its great poster font, uh, "The Curse of Eve." What is that, Ariel? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's just your basic aerial with a uh, like a little drop shadow. Uh, it's from writer director Jasmine Dean Andrews, and uh, I, I guess my big question coming into this and coming out of it was: I thought I chose a Christian movie, and now I don't know. I don't know either. Is this a Christian film? <laughs> no, I don't think I. I don't think so. It's so ideologically confused. Like I, I thought at first, I thought it was a Christian movie. And then I was just like, oh, no, maybe it's a, a weird, like, poorly constructed critique of, of Christianity. But then I think my final decision is it's it's a Christian movie, but it's critiquing Christians that it thinks are bad. But it's like uh, us good ones. We know we're, we're not like this. I guess. <laughs> Basically, it's a, it's your classic tale of a woman who. Uh, she thinks she's marrying uh, a real man of God, but he turns out to be uh, 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 a real piece of shit. I guess. <laughs> That's about it. Not for most of it. Most of it's something else. <laughs> I don't know. But this movie's like really is like five different movies. This movie's fucking incredible. It's an hour and 47 minutes long. And for an hour and 40 minutes, nothing happens. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> It's Absolutely just like sitting in a decrepit nothing. house at, at a fucking like oh. alarm system going off yes. over and over and over this and over so and over again. Fucked. I've it's never- so fucked. 
I've never experienced okay, an alarm so, system that bad in a movie. It no, wouldn't we, stop. Like, and I honestly, I want to go into it and see if it's real and that they, if they, if it was added in post, I need to see it. Cause I, it's so, it's so omnipresent. This is a beep, beep, beep. It's like, it's not even like a small chirp. Like you hear on Xbox live or anything. It's like, this is the loudest no. fucking, I thought it was like a dialysis machine. Like the director was dying. Colin, <laughs> Colin, I got to tell you something. What? You just watched the curse of Eve. Nothing was added in post. It wasn't added oh, in post. Here. I would say that it's possible it was like a choice to let it roll because, you know, the movie is meant to be this sort of claustrophobic uh, descent into insanity. At least it is eventually. You don't know that throughout the bulk of the film. You're just like, shut the fuck up with this fucking alarm. But yeah, maybe seriously. it was a choice. Like, I mean, not, not a choice to initially have it appear, but perhaps it appeared and the director was like, okay, this is adding something to the the atmosphere. It's going to drive the audience insane. Yeah, you know, yeah. effective. I would give him credit for that. Uh, more credit than uh, their ability to film people in a car while moving <laughs> at two miles oh, an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> no one has ever even heard of a tripod. No one bothered to Google a tripod for this movie. Uh-uh. Uh, this is just... It, when we talk about like the, the difference, okay, so the differences here between the curse of Eve and uh, Zidane Adams, the black blogger, one of the big ones is Zidane is technically, let's not call it sound, but it's, it's oh, functional. It, yes. Everything does problems. what it's supposed to do. Yeah, there's there's major editing problems in Zidane, I would say. There's a lot of odd yeah. splices that are just like, what? You, you just like... Not editing choices, like editing mistakes in in the film, but yeah, yeah like compared. like not like they didn't shoot for coverage and they tried to like just piece things together and there's like blips and a lot of a lot of the weird kitchen stuff like the shot reverse shot in Zidane doesn't work here it's microphones like, and lighting and things that are meant to add to the camera yeah <laughs> you know? the curse of Eve does not have any of those things there's no microphones there's no sound levels there's no lighting other than whatever is available uh, although I do feel like they had like a harsh construction light for some of the uh, the darker scenes unless they were using like Maybe the the headlights from the cars, hard to tell. Oh yeah, there's nothing what here. Was that? From a technical standpoint, that. there's there's zero merit. Everything is broken. And then there's the fact that someone forgot to put a nine volt battery in the smoke alarm, and it's just every scene, every scene. There's just dialogue, dialogue. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> no, every it's, time it's longer it's and louder than that. In, in its way, I guess. <laughs> Because literally every time that the movie would go back to the house, I was like, oh, no. Oh, God. Not the house again. Please, yeah. God. A true sense of dread. <laughs> and when we talk about this house, okay, so they start off in a house that uh, I would describe as not the worst thing I've ever seen, but just kind of like, just not that great. Okay. Yeah, basic, it's a little bit older. Basic. Very basic. And it's fine. And that one house, that location could have served this film perfectly fine oh, sure. everything would have been okay they could have just used that house but no they have to have this whole thing where they're in the house that looks like a normal house that people live in and then they move <laughs> and we have to see both and the second house <laughs> is the most disgusting thing i have ever seen <laughs> and there are there are points where 
it's addressed like they're like oh well we got to fix the leak in the ceiling and we got to do this but like there's just black mold growing on the walls the floor is peeling up no one has vacuumed the carpet in 30 years minimum just disgusting but it's not a focal point. Yeah, what did you think it, was it's actually not, like, happening it's that in the movie? Because that's what I want to really press upon is like, what was happening in your mind? What was this movie? Because like, at this point, by the time there's snakes coming out of the toilet, I didn't know if I was watching a horror movie or a spiritual movie or a psychological thriller or drama or just like someone's home movies. Like, it, I had no idea. I think it wants to be. It wants to be like psychological horror, a psychological thriller. Are you sure? How do you know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, because because of like where it sort of ends up. I think. Yeah. But that being said, that being said, um, one, it's wholly ineffective, and two, <laughs> it's annoying as fuck because everything is a fucking red herring. Everything everything yeah what is like the what are all these ghosts and what have you i don't i don't oh have my any idea God, factor in. oh the windows 95 apparition that we are uh of <laughs> given and this is another movie too where we talk about the racist the racism of zidane adams the black blogger yeah and compare that to the the different kind of racism we get with the curse of eve which is everyone in this movie is terrified of black people <laughs> and that's Kind of, but then, that's what we are given. The, the early scenes are—they have uh, a pretty diverse crowd in the early scenes. It doesn't come up till later that they have those kind of weird issues where they kind of just eliminate all the black. It's almost like Get Out in reverse. It's very strange. It's, <laughs> reverse Get Out. I would also like to point out that in both the original house that this couple lives in and the house that they moved to, that is maybe haunted or whatever, uh, there's just pictures of black people on the wall like black children they're just pictures of black people on the wall not, in not frames. theirs not in frames just not taped them. to the wall no. sometimes just taped like a piece of paper just like eh, grandpa belongs there like what and this this couple too they're a real a real power couple so we've this got this girl guy. who is is like in her early 20s and she's supposed to be this like coquettish like young christian girl idealistic and, and she sort of plays by that, but then she sort of slips into something else constantly where she develops this affectation on her voice where every time she talks, she sounds like the fucking catch me outside. How about that? Like fucking Dr. Phil, Mari Popich girl. Yep. So she's doing that. And then her fucking husband. Holy is this shit. This guy sweaty uh, <laughs> lump piece of shit they couldn't okay? they couldn't get a dress shirt to fit him that's for fucking sure it's not because he's like too oh, he's fat bursting it's just like out they everything. couldn't get something remotely tailored not not bought with the the right length of sleeves in mind no. he just looks like the biggest schlub piece of shit ever and he can't act at fucking all I, I would just like to add that he's he does wear a dress sweating. shirt later on. He does wear a dress shirt. No, he he wears a dress shirt all the fucking time, and it does not fit him <laughs> remotely ever. No, the sleeves no. are like hanging off. He looks like a fucking six year old in his dad's dress shirt. Yeah, if if a six year old was soaked in sweat, <laughs> because there's multiple. Okay, so there's there's this one scene where he's wearing like a blue button down. And he walks into the house to yell at his wife and they cut to what Which I'm time? guessing is like a second Which or third time? take. Uh, well, that's the whole movie is him. Like she's like, hey, the stove broke. And he's like, 
Bitch, I told you the stove's broke. Why are you always telling me the stove's broke? That's the whole movie. But in this instance, he walks in wearing his blue button-down shirt. They start to argue. It cuts to her. It cuts back to him. And this must have been like take three or something. And all of a sudden, he is soaked in sweat. Like sweating (laughs) through his blue shirt. I took a fucking picture of it. I put it on fucking Twitter because I was just like, this is (laughs) what the fuck. But it's just soaked. Absolutely soaked. There's another scene where there's this disgusting garage full of garbage and he's like digging through it and his wife goes out to be like hey did you fix the car yet i kind of want to go see my friends he's like bitch no the part's not here yet and he's just completely looks like he just stepped out of a pool yeah constantly sweating this movie yeah jeez i think heat was an issue with throughout the film because we have that great fucking ice cream scene too time for some ice cream but it's just oh, fucking gross. melted slop off yeah. <laughs> spooning yeah, out really liquid good. into bowls i'm like mm. they just poured oh, a gallon God. of milk into the fucking carton there's no way that was ice cream at any point <laughs> absolutely disgusting now i i do believe that on some level this has to be a christian film and the reason why, and I'm not saying it does a good job of it, but the reason why is when this guy is wearing T-shirts, he's usually wearing a T-shirt that you would buy at like a Christian bookstore. So, <laughs> you mean, you mean and, and the, the only Call people that has one? that shit, yeah, the Call of Duty one, it's like, but it, it looks like a Call of Duty Modern Warfare shirt, <laughs> but instead it says like, called to duty. Praise God. It's just like a soldier on his knees praying. Like. It, it's just one of those things where the companies would have every single right to take that person to church, sue them out of existence, and they would be done in a second. No legal system in in the world uh, would, would turn them down. But because they're so big, they don't want to seem like they're crushing a small Christian organization because they know that's super bad publicity. So they won't do anything about it. So that's why you'll find... 2.5 million Call of Duty font, you know, green text, people with guns, like, but they're like kneeling at a cross, you know, shit like that. Like, it's it's embarrassing. For some reason, they yeah. won't go after it's, them, though. It's great. That's what the one case I want copyright to enact, <laughs> just to fuck with them. Anyways, this, this movie is, you know, I, I could try to say more about it, but it's it's so terminally boring. And I said earlier, too, I was like, it's an hour and 47 minutes long in the first hour and 40 minutes. Virtually nothing happens. But if you look at it, a lot, a lot happens. They get married and they move and they do all this stuff. (laughs) But none of it, none of it matters. None of it matters. No, none of it matters. Yeah, there's no and way she, to she thinks she's like, seeing she thinks she's seeing like a, a, a black child in the window, but she's not. Or maybe she is. She's seeing a JPEG. Um, she's seeing a dot. Uh, maybe JPEG that's something to do with Native house. Americans, yeah. I guess. I, I don't I don't know. I, oh, that's weird as fuck, too, because she goes to see like a Native American shaman, but he's like a contemporary Christian Native American shaman. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about colonization for a sec. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, oh, I follow my native beliefs, but only like post-Columbus native beliefs. I don't... Like, what the fuck is going on? That is the... the that's the response to this movie. Like, I, I literally was shouting that at the television about an hour in. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie supposed to be doing? That, it's just... I guess the end kind of salvages it slightly i i that's an overstatement yeah. but no <laughs> i was gonna say what is it salvaging it's it, it at least tells you what what it was trying to do like i don't i didn't know what the fuck it was trying to do i'm like is this like husband supposed to be 
the protagonists like are we are am i supposed to think he's like the earth's biggest piece of garbage i mean outside of old zidane but but he he's almost as bad like every every time he opens his mouth i'm like shut the fuck up you fucking fat piece of shit asshole <laughs> and i'm like is that the response i'm meant to be having <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they're both terrible people though there's no one likable in the movie it, no no i take that back no. i'm sorry everyone else but the couple is likable i should be very specific everyone else is enjoyable and can what act. about the cop fuck the cop man i fucking hate that cop or, or those act. old ladies when the when the girl's drinking wine at, at dinner and they're like, whoa, somebody held out of some college habits. What? Because she has a fucking glass of Pinot Noir at dinner, you fucking bumpkin bitch. Yeah, but they're trying to make I, you mad. This is horrible. She was meant to be a villain. That's what I mean. Like, they're actors, especially the mom, the mom of the girl. Like, the very first time I saw her at the wedding, I was like, she's a real actress. I just know it. Like, she's too good to be in this movie because she just, oh, like, delivered her lines yeah. clearly. And you could tell that she was helping direct in the scenes that she was in that's just the vibe i got because none of the other scenes have that uh vibe just gonna say it do we i just this this is a strange fucking thing like i literally had no idea what my response was meant to be to the scenes that were happening on the screen for 90 percent of the film and i was just like i yeah i don't understand what i'm supposed to be feeling i i i just don't get it i I'm so confused and annoyed by this fucking movie. And it, uh, again, by reframing it, like, oh, yeah, the husband's actually a fucking monstrous piece of shit. I'm like, okay, thank you. At least, at least we're on the same page here. He's always been, uh, I, I, I was just kind of like relieved that this decision was made. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really horrifying stuff. But it's it's I wouldn't call it impressive, but it's fucked up the way like the plot and themes and characters and all these things are just flying in the direction of the movie. And it's doing like slow motion matrix dodging to avoid saying anything or doing anything or being anything. You could not fill an hour and 47 minutes with less. It's just artless bile. <laughs> what is this guy's? job like the setup of this movie is this a young woman marries an older man they he takes a job to renovate houses i think he's mm -hmm. already a i would assume he's already a contractor yes uh yeah. it's yeah. not really explicitly stated because that's not how this movie rolls but he takes a job to move out to the sticks and renovate a bunch of property that his, yeah. his boss has purchased he doesn't seem to be able to do anything around the house i uh, he's not mm -hmm. you you would think a contractor would not solve a uh gigantic uh hole in the roof by putting up some sort of rippling plastic and calling it a fucking day like that's <laughs> I, I, I it's mystifying what this guy is meant to be he's not a contractor is he just like we used to have these two bumbling handy men when we rented a house in kalamazoo and yeah, maybe that's what this guy is. He's just a, an oafish handyman sort, but uh, not handy in any way. Uh, Who's he going to rent it out to? There's no one there. The only it's so abandoned yeah. that like a child breaks in and steals shit. Like that's, it's a no poor investment. Is. Poor investment. Horrible. Which investment. I thought was where this movie was going to be about. Oh, now they're in financial ruin. Oh, look at the strife this is putting on their marriage, and and then it's not. Which. Okay, good. I, I, this is superior because it explains away the actions of 
uh, the husband as as not fucking some normal <laughs> Christian relationship because that's really what I thought it was trying to do. I thought yeah. it was like, no, they just got to compromise. This is uh, how you get through the rough patches. I'm like, no, this guy is an unreasonable piece of shit at every turn. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do want to touch on the most horrifying thing in this film, which is, uh, again, we're back to cooking. Like, what is this woman doing? She's like trying to deep fry some fucking chicken in a Pyrex yeah. dish on a stovetop? Do you explode? Uh, PSA, yeah. PSA listeners, never fucking put Pyrex on a stovetop. The thing's gonna fucking explode and glass will shoot everywhere. <laughs> That's not how you cook. You can't do that. It's glass. <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, bear this go is well. another movie that really likes to show the, it, a real kitchen table drama. <laughs> It's a lot okay. of sitting around. You want, you, want, you want to talk about notes? I took some fucking notes because I had to write down specifically what time it was because it was, it was nothing was happening. Here's what I wrote down. I'll read it to you. 35 minutes in and we were watching our protagonist decided she wants a paper, email, or text receipt. She ponders for a moment and decides she doesn't need one at all. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many scenes that are just extended because she's buying things. And then later it turns out that like she has a spending problem, which she's buying at these places for like a dollar or two dollars. I don't know. There was one scene early where she goes to what what sure seems to be a coffee shop and her bill is one hundred and thirty eight dollars. Yeah. When the guy said one thirty eight, I thought because it was a coffee shop, I thought it'd be like a dollar thirty eight. Like she just got a cup of coffee. Yeah. Apparently she bought she bought ninety bags of coffee beans and just brought them all home. <laughs> I'll have a pallet of coffee, good sir. Women be shopping. That's what it's about. Uh, women be shopping. Yeah. Seriously, ever since that uh. plastic, that was the problem. It totally changed the dynamic mm. of marriage. That's why uh, it's all failing across the country. And then those homosexuals. Let me tell you something. Uh, there's a. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> are we? Are, uh, I'm sorry. Was Colin replaced by Zidane Adams, <laughs> the black blogger? I'm still thinking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm still thinking about that fucking movie. It's still pissing me oh off. I'm just God. moving on because it's the show. <laughs> I, I will say, did they? There's a scene where he is like hammering in. She's asleep. This is a, a cycle in the movie. This happens approximately. Uh, 75 times, but she's laying in bed and all of a sudden he's hammering and she goes out and he seems to be putting up a, like a shitty fucking burglar alarm, you know, with a hammer. and mm-hmm. I'm like, is this <laughs> with a hammer? Yes. She's just hammering yeah. a panel for a burglar alarm into the wall. But, How you do it. But I'm like, is this an attempt <laughs> to set up this fucking noise? Like it, is the director attempting to establish <laughs> why this fucking noise is ubiquitous throughout the scene? Instead of <sighs> just fucking putting a battery in your smoke detector, <laughs> are they establishing the existence of the noise? I don't think so. No. They do not. No, I don't think not. so because it's not a drug. Because I know what you're talking about. I, that exact scene, and it doesn't serve any purpose because they don't say anything. It's not like it beeps or he's like, "Oh man, I got to fix this. It won't stop making noise." It's. Nothing is addressed. And like you said, the hammering sound is repeated several times, and it always uh, just it, it adds things to the house that are never actually seen or explained. Like, there's locks on the doors that, even though there's no keyhole, okay, I don't know how that works, especially because he's holding a key and shaking it in her face. So I don't know what he's doing, showing off his car keys. Like, but so if if the sound of the hammering does not establish that he's he's creating, you know, 
I don't know, some security device. Like that seems completely separate from the mm-hmm. sound that we're hearing throughout the film. You know, that's why I would just say. I thought about this a lot. No. <laughs> well, you can't not think about this sound. It is just, it dominates the film. This fucking sound dominates the entire film. Yeah, but those guys, ah, they're in love. They love to have sex. There's maybe too much sex in this movie. There was kissing and hugging and touching, you know. Oh, wait, let me double check my notes. Mm-hmm. And never. They never, ever, ever touch each other. They don't even want to be near each no, other. No, there's there's like one side hug that I can recall. Side That's bump. about it. But again, look look at this disgusting, sweaty man. Why, why would anyone want to touch him? Uh, it's just the, the whole thing. And he tries to talk her out of it. And she's like, nah, I'm into this. This is great. I'm, I love it. And as soon as they move, she's just like ice queen. Like, no, nothing. Nothing's good enough. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> did you stop being a human? The big flaw with this is, I mean, again, this movie, <laughs> this movie is. Here it comes. Is, this is the one. <laughs> this movie yeah, is the one, the one half thing. hour longer than it could possibly maintain. And it's made for fucking beans. And it it is not made efficiently for beans uh but the big <laughs> one weird trick with, to make your movie bad say the setup to it is the existence of this husband altogether like it's fine this setup could work the script is mm-hmm. not abysmal it's just uh paced horribly but the 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 husband this mel thomas actor uh he's so unlikable from the fucking jump like you just hate his guts he just looks like a slob idiot, and <laughs> you it, it needs to be a descent into hating his guts. Like, that's why it never makes sense what the movie's doing, because he never changes at all. He's just a piece of shit from moment one. And you're, you're supposed to be like, oh, young love, oh, they're making sacrifices, they'll get through it. And then he slowly mm. sort of becomes more sinister and controlling. But instead, he's so fucking one note that it, it fails entirely. Not even trying with yep. his haircut. Just try something, man. You know, do well, something. You just fucking dress yourself like an adult. Yeah, you know. Just <sighs> go for, I mean, here's the thing. He was he was properly cast for the final fifteen minutes. He was improperly cast for the rest of the movie because we just don't we don't feel that growth or anything. He just doesn't seem to turn on as a character until much, 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 much later. And by then, we you know, even though it's. It's amusing to watch. We don't really care. It can't make up for what we had to experience. Well, I mean, I don't yep. even think he sells the last 15 minutes. There's no menace coming off of this guy. He's just <laughs> monotone, like, oh, I, what if- I killed my parents in a fire. Uh, yeah, they was liberals. It's like, he's just like a slow-witted Southern man is what he comes across as the entire time. If- Not menacing. Not likable, no. nothing. Just like, oh, some guy would be sitting on a fucking porch when you drive by, like, what if he just snapped? What if they were just filming and he just lost it? This was not part of the script. He's just like, fuck it. Something needs to happen. I don't care. Ghosts or whatever. Wouldn't you, if you were on set and this noise was this beep, 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 beep? It'd be about five takes before I'd be like, mother of fucking God. Just so everyone understands, eventually what he does is he goes crazy, cancels her credit card, says, I got your name off of there, which that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You would have to close. In the, that's not how it works. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, the phone doesn't work because he needs to put money in the phone. Once again, everyone knows that's not how it works. <laughs> and then there's the overspending subplot. And then it's just, I don't know. The whole idea where he literally says, I told you no already. That's just the curse of Eve. 
might be the greatest moment in cinematic the titular history. line. Yeah, it's just it's just a basic gaslighting plot, essentially. He gaslights her. Everyone thinks she's nuts. He slowly closes the world around her in this small town shithole house. The end. And then it turns out he yeah. he was a psychopath who murdered his parents or something. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, that's the movie. Yeah, but it's great uh, stuff. You saw something in front of you, then behind you while you were driving. The officer is just looking at her all suspicious like. That's how it works. Yeah, I was driving drive. forward. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Started in three dimensions. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Well, you know, we've been pretty hard on both of these movies, but Oh, no uh, way. Other people, they seem to have uh they seem to have different opinions. So I figured I'd dig up a few positive reviews so we can get a, you know, a, a different perspective. So over on the side of The Curse of Eve, Joseph Andrews writes, men should see it. Five stars. <laughs> Joseph says, <clears throat> there's a problem men have in that we assume our relationships with women involve only the individual men we interact with. I'm sorry, what? I don't, I don't know. Uh, Take the pill. Take the pill. We assume our relationships with women involve only the individual men we interact with. I don't know what that means. But he says this is false. (laughs) All men conspired before you met her to oppress all women. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because of this, there are things we either do not or pretend not to notice. (laughs) The Curse of Eve uses dream logic. (laughs) <laughs> and the narrative device of a horror movie to illustrate the ways men trap women and the story of one woman's heroic battle to get out. Heroic? Challenge yourself with this movie <laughs> and your life will be better. And also, you will know ways you can help women be more free by deciding to stop oppressing them without thinking about it. I'm not locking the door to any women. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I've made that decision, I suppose, you yeah. know. Long time I don't ago. know if you guys have seen my business card, but it says noted woman respecter. And I will have you know that since watching this movie, I have tied zero women to a chair with rope. Oh, that's okay? true. That was a bit fishy, so, by the way. Like that looked a little too <laughs> good. Where'd you get that? How'd you know how to do that so well? <laughs> he's good. He knows he knows how to hog tie a wife. Let me tell you. Cuff, All I'm right. gonna have to request that you read the next review as well, because that that was the one when I was skimming through these earlier that was like, what the fuck? This thing from <laughs> ESP present. Oh, ESP present. Uh five stars. Not just being married. That's the title of it. He hmm. says In this film, it was very touching as a Christian. It shows how we fail as to really show what dating looks like in the life of believers. It shows Mm. how we clearly don't see the value in what it truly means to date biblically. What Mm. the fuck does this have to do with this movie? Yeah, but if you think, I think about he it, thinks that the guy is the good guy. If this is what it's like to date biblically, you just fucking tie a woman to a chair and uh, he didn't try watch and, uh, the whole thing. Pills or something. I, I, yeah, your husband respect levels are low. Time to make you overdose on drugs. It's a wonder they don't often depict that in films. No one made yeah. it. No one made it out past thirty minutes. Come on, no one knows what this movie's oh. about. They didn't stick around. They're just like, oh, that was the scene we saw in the church. Remember that, honey, when they had the camera there. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing, but we stayed anyway. <laughs> I I want there's there's one <laughs> uh the, there's okay, well there's a couple different things. Jasmine Andrews gave herself five stars and called it thrilling and said it's such a thrill to have her first feature film streamed on Amazon.com. Is sure, she in sure. a movie? Is um, she an actress? 
she has to be in the movie, right? I don't think she is. Mm. No, no, she's she not. Is, no, she just is a director and actress in a couple of things. And her sister, I think, is the credited producer in this. But oh, yeah, she mm. is in the movie. You're right. She plays mm. a character named Rachel, who Lord knows who that is. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, there's there's a couple other positive reviews that seem to think this is a strong Christian movie, so I could have been wrong. I do, even though this is the part where we try and offer alter, alternate opinions, there is a one-star review that I'm interested in from Don Zimmerman uh, titled, Waste of 20 Minutes of Our Lives, dot, 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 literally, one star, and then she says, Waste of 20 Minutes of Our Lives, dot, 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 literally. This is an hour and 47 minutes long. Well, I mean, they shut it off. It's a waste of an hour and 47 minutes of your life. They're they're just telling their truth. They're speaking their truth. And they're not wrong. They were like, we've wasted 20 minutes. We we can't get caught in this sunk cause fallacy. We got to shut the fucking thing (laughs) up. Exactly. Exactly. This, we should have just called this fucking podcast, the sunk cause fallacy. That's exactly what it is. All right. Uh, So we've got some. Some five star reviews from uh, for Zidane Adams, the black blogger. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, Sock puppets. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, this is Yakia Gore is is the writer of this uh, five star review. It says, amazing movie. It says, quote, I was super stoked when I got the opportunity to watch this movie, knowing that one of my battles, prior service, made this movie. I was ready to get, uh, I was ready to get some popcorn and press play. Not only was this movie funny, but it always hits certain topics that I and others can relate to in the military and the civilian world. <laughs> the ending was funny as hell. Yeah, undercooking chicken drumsticks. That's something we could all relate to. Uh, I would definitely watch this movie again and show my battles, friends, and soldiers as well. Favorite no line was pocket way. sand. LOL. Pocket <laughs> sand. That is probably the best line pocket in the movie. Sand. I'll grant it that. That's from King of the Hill. That's from King yeah, of the Hill. It is, it's well, a King yeah, of the Hill that, thing. There you go. Yeah. It's stolen. That's that's why it was okay. It was written by someone who's not a fucking jackass. Yeah, it, beca- yep. it became a yep. gif, and that's bullshit. King of the Hill rocks, though. I like King of the Hill a lot. Woo, woo. But, like, fuck yeah. people that King use Hill pocket good. sand. Uh, another five-star review uh, says, Fun times. Five stars. Seen quite a few indie films from my friends, and I enjoyed this one the most. I... Please, sir, uh, reach out to us and let us know what those other movies are. We'd love to feature them on the show. Uh, Almost more than the ones I've actually been in. Props to the unpropped. This is a fun ride. Mm, Okay. Not true. Yeah, none of this is true. Uh, So we've we've reached the point where we really have to make a decision here. And and what a uh, knockdown, drag out battle it's been. So, Colin, where are you falling this week? What's it going to be? Yeah, I have to pick between two things, right? I have to pick between the black blogger, uh, whatever his name is, who gives a shit. <laughs> and uh, Zidane Adams. Zidane Adams. Yeah. And, the black blogger, exclamation point. And the Curse of Eve. And, you know, man, if I had to pick which one was worse or which one's better, I have to pick between, you know, the, the, the what's the very best parts of each. So the very best parts of the Curse of Eve is the mom character. And did you notice her arms? She had that, like, kind of vein. You could tell she works out. Like, she used to work out. You can tell she's strong. I thought that was pretty cool. She's jacked. I wish that she had her own movie. She actually seemed like a cool person. It's like to hang out with him when she's like, I'm not going to take your shit to the, to the guy. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, cool. Like, that was a cool moment. I felt good watching that. The Black Blogger, the best point. There was none. It was all bad. <laughs> There's nothing good to the Black Blogger. He's a horrible person. Yeah, there's there's zero hot moms in the black bogger, so I you got that going. That's- you know, that's just it. Is like it 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 like it just it's just 
trying to prove something through just like scripting it and it's just really depressing and i bet there's a lot of inside jokes that we're missing in there too because we don't care we don't like this person and there's no reason to because he doesn't have any equals and when you don't have any peers you're not very interesting you should always have peers and seek them out so if you don't have any peers it's because they're probably leaving you behind asshole because good lord you're mm -hmm. insufferable uh, so I'd say yep. a black blogger, easily one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, shame on that guy. 4am bit liked it. Everything else garbage. Well, Steve, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This, this deserves a, a double loss. I mean, if I were behind, I'd be like, oh, we, we need to call it a, a fucking draw, put them both in the trash can, but it, it's the right call. I mean, fucking Christ to Dane Adams. I, I can read an article about the making of uh, Curse of Eve, where it's talking about how this woman used community funding and really put together this thing to realize a dream. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. The movie's fucking awful. Uh, Terrible. But I, if you were to read about Zidane Adams, my God, I'd probably fucking have to swallow a bullet because I, I, this is just so reprehensible. One of these is, is it... Uh, just an embarrassingly bad film in The Curse of Eve. And the other one is just toxic waste. Like, get get it. Fucking cleanse it from Amazon. Mm -hmm. He should know better. He has enough resources to know better, and he refuses. That's the difference. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with both of you on this one. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to deviate. Again, I think if, if I were to have The Curse of Eve up against almost any other movie conceivable... I think I'd be skating to victory. Yeah, it's it's shocking that this gets a that this is a victor. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very very unlikely L for me, but I'm gonna take it because uh, Zidane Adams, a black blogger, and uh, Rashawn Strife, pieces of shit. Absolutely. And honestly, uh, the the woman who who directed uh, the Curse of Eve, I think she's probably a fine person. Uh, you know, she she made an ill conceived psychological thriller. Uh, she probably owns a lot of DC Talk CDs. Is that the worst <laughs> thing I can say about her? Yeah. Make yeah, short probably. films. Stop trying to make fucking 90-minute things. Make it like 15 yeah. minutes. Then you can go. Then you can make it Make it longer, longer, longer. Stop trying to be like, yeah. I'm going to hit the ground running Walk with this 125-page script. Or probably 25-page script that you had no idea how to expand out into whatever. <laughs> I'm talking too much shit. Fuck the black blogger. You know, you live your truth, Eve. Exactly. So, Jasmine Dean Andrews, I salute you. I bet you're a, a, an okay person, at least comparatively. Uh, whereas Rashawn Strife, uh, fuck off, man. That's yeah. all I got to say. So he's done it. He's yeah. triggered the libs again. I, uh, victory. He's for triggered the libs again. <laughs> he's winning because we're quote unquote uh, mad. Yep. That's that. He's the real winner this week. I should have voted for my own movie so I wouldn't trigger the libs. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Hey, if you listen to this podcast right now, uh, do us a big favor. There's a couple of links in, in the description. One will take you to our iTunes page. Uh, when you get there, you can give us a five-star written review that would really help out with uh, the old iTunes algorithm. Uh, it makes us more discoverable. Also have a link to the optimism vaccine slash cost of content, uh, Patreon. So you like the show you want to help us out man podcasting is expensive you know and i'm i'm not rashawn strife i'm not asking for a million dollars to you know make make a feature-length movie even though i'm a reprehensible pile of human garbage with no talent none uh just a couple bucks a month and in return you'll have access to uh, a bunch of written uh content and exclusive 
podcast content that you can't get anywhere else. And you also get uh, new podcasts from Optimism Vaccine that are Patreon exclusive. Uh, Sean and Myros are going through some uh, some Blumhouse horror movies right now. So you could check that out on Patreon. And, you know, I've, I've been saying this on the show and I'm going to stick with it. I think if we get to a thousand dollars a month, uh, Jack has to join the Marines. So uh, if you think it would be funny, <laughs> I don't know. Now we're going to have to be hearing about his fucking battles and the, the, the goddamn chicken drumsticks they love to eat. It's, it's, yeah. it's just a bad op. By the way, Steve, is, I, I'll know you're not so interested in the score when I come out on top. It, it is three to two. I, I'm still trailing. But we're close. Is he going to be blown apart in Iraq and then his ghost is going to have to watch his, like, the worst person he ever met, like, fuck some girl using his fucking death as a reason to do it? No, he won't be deployed, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Jack beats the criteria for joining the Marines, but uh, we'll sign him up anyways for $1,000. And uh, yeah, and also we, we decided if you make it to 1500 before he gets to basic training, he has to speak to all of his commanding officers uh, like Michael Winslow. That's that's his his goal. So uh, make it happen, guys. We're gonna, this is the dream. We're going to achieve it together. Uh, also, if you have any questions, comments, death threats, marriage proposals, uh, you could email us optimismvaccine at gmail dot com uh, or tweet at us at optimism vaccine. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Rashawn, if you want to, if you want to own us and own the libs, feel free, man. Shoot us an email. We would absolutely hate to hear from you. Other than that, I, I think that pretty much covers everything. So, uh, we'll see you next episode. Yeah.